0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are on Tuesday. Uh, Good morning. It's good uh, to see you again. We've been uh, talking about God's will. Uh, Yesterday, we uh, actually went through the story of Cornelius and Peter and uh, all Mm -hmm. the specifics of that, that God works both sides of the deal, that he uh, is very, very specific. He gave Cornelius Mm -hmm. specific instruction. He gave... Uh, peter specific instruction, and um, uh, it's kind of important for us to understand it uh, that um, by the way we uh, I get so uh excited about this story that i uh, we actually started taping it again <laughs> <laughs> uh, gather reminded me uh, we already went through this, and oh yeah, sorry uh, uh, so uh, we're moving on from that, but uh we got to enjoy it again a little bit uh, mm-hmm. but um the cool thing is that as we look at God's will, each of us would like to know, well, just tell me the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, if you have a will, you already know, that's true. Uh, just tell me the answer. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll go do that and I'll come back and ask you the next thing or the next thing. And, and God says, well, uh, I'm, I'm at work in a big, big, big way, mm-hmm. uh, doing multiple things at once, and I would like you to just walk with me step by step by step, because I want you to discover things. Yes. I want you to receive things. I want you to say, oh, that's what it's all about. Uh, and
2: that's part of the joy of it. And right? that's the joy of it. <laughs> uh,
1: so that for Cornelius, your, your prayers have been answered.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, he actually didn't tell him the, the answer. He just said, well, right. send, send, go down to Peter, go get Peter at this, at this specific place. Okay. Uh, Peter, uh, I showed you a vision. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. Uh, no, I'm not. I can't just say yes to that. Right. Now, in a way, there's two things about that, by the way. Uh, Peter's response, in a sense, was extremely healthy. mm he, he got, was
2: authentic with was, where his heart was at, for He was sure. authentic.
1: And see, God doesn't say, be obedient out of duty. Mm-hmm. Be obedient as you receive clarity and understanding and, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I see that now. Uh, I'm willing to do that. Yes, yes, I will. Uh, and when there's a struggle, which it was for Peter, God didn't say, well, because you're struggling, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, no, that's it. No, he said, I understand. Now, the good thing that Peter did in that authenticity was said,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, What's this all about?
3: Yeah. Uh, well, and
2: don't you think some of that, part of that is that surrendered heart? Yes. That it wasn't that it, because I, I personally think and I'll try to think of an example, but I think I have seen times even in myself, when God has given me an instruction that I didn't understand or I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said no. right And the, the didn't understand and then I stay in process and wrestle with him. He continues to walk me through it and and walks patiently and teaches and speaks the way I need to hear the, I don't like what I'm hearing. So I'm just saying no indicates a heart and rebellion towards what God is saying, not a heart willing to stay with. And I think in those situations, um, you know, a lot of times we do just plain miss the blessing. You know, he, he doesn't, okay, I'll just rework it for you because it's a difference of where your heart is at. Is That's your right. heart surrendered or is your heart in self?
1: Yeah. Uh, and as you're speaking that you see, uh, surrender isn't okay? Um, I'll just do it anyway. It's I'm surrendered to the fact that you have a will. Yes. I, I've I've seen something or heard something that <laughs> is a mm-hmm. little bit struggling for me. So could you help clarify it? Uh, and would you take me through to understand it so that I can mm-hmm. say, yeah, sure, I'll I'll follow that um, and
2: say it from a pure heart.
1: From a pure heart. Um, yeah. And and with a heart to go there. And that's what that's mm-hmm. it. Said Peter was pondering. And then what's this all about? Uh, The guys show up and the Holy Spirit says, go with these guys. I sent them. Mm -hmm. Well, see, Peter could, he's used to that. Right. Okay, well then I can, yeah, I can do that. And then Mm -hmm. while he's walking, where am I walking to? Well, I'm walking to a Gentile's house. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, an angel showed up and told him to come and get you. And then Peter starts putting together, oh, So this is, I'm going to a Gentile's house because you've asked me to go share him the truth Mm -hmm. and you just gave me this vision and not call anything, um, uh, you know, that is of you to be off limits. Oh, oh, and they process, process. And it
2: starts to (laughs) make
3: sense. And
1: I perceive Mm -hmm. that, uh, first of all, Gentiles are no longer to be considered uh, off limits. Mm -hmm. And two... I perceive that God shows no partiality that he wants the gospel to go to everybody. Right. Got it. Okay, great. Got it. Um, And then he gave it and they, and he saw them uh, uh, receive Christ and get baptized by the Holy spirit and experience the fullness of it all. And uh, they, uh, he was overwhelmed by it. And Mm -hmm. at the end of it, this little story, Cornelius found out who God was. Yes. Jesus Christ. And he died for you. And, do and you want,
2: truly, his prayer was answered. And, and
1: I answered your prayer. And now do you have a heart to receive that? He, yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he and his whole family and all of his friends received it and started basically started the first church there, probably in Caesarea, mm. uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then Paul, Peter, well, I'm sending you to the Gentiles now and all of the disciples to the Gentiles. Uh, so now do you understand? now go help the other, the other disciples understand this. Out, mm-hmm. Because of the reality of what happened to you, and they 'll believe it because of what happened mm-hmm. to you, so there's a bigger story to it but but in all of that uh, was uh, a couple a couple important things: surrendered heart
3: mm-hmm.
1: and a understanding belief that God would specifically say things about me and my life and his will for me that I could follow because it wasn't mm-hmm. generic it wasn't i hope you figure it out or uh just read uh the word and and try to figure it out yourself i'll give it to you specifically and we have coming up this 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 week actually this Thursday uh your uh, son uh and yes. uh, his wife uh Josh and Emily a young couple uh, been married two and a half years and i would urge all of you to uh take a listen uh to mm-hmm. their story because it illustrates this very point is mm-hmm. two kids that uh, pers- their, their perspective as, he, as they were coming into their college years was um, this Holy Spirit stuff <laughs> is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very skeptical of it uh, mm-hmm. because it seems. And
2: both loved God, but they we're both, skeptical they both
1: of loved it. God, so, but it seems yeah. hokey to me and
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: strange. And then through, a, through them uh, learning it, they realize that, no, it's beautiful. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a natural way of living. It's God speaking and processing and giving you specifics to his will. And then what struck me about their story is that, uh, they shared very, very specific instruction.
2: Oh yes. And very
1: specific supernatural work of God. Mm -hmm. And as you can appreciate, you know, because of that, what, what happens in their life? What, 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 what kind of life are they living?
2: Life is a big adventure for them. It is full of joy, full of adventure and full of witnessing God do what only God can do. And so they have already at 23 years old, they have learned to expect to hear his voice and then expect that when he speaks, it is going to blow their socks off what he has in mind. And, and what you heard, Rich is a tip of the iceberg of the stories these two have, because (laughs) they are embracing surrendering to god and seeking his voice at every turn and they are witnessing him move like crazy it's fun
1: yeah and so as kathy and i are uh uh trying to illustrate it and if we could we would like see we want all believers
3: Mm -hmm. to live
1: this out this way because oh yeah uh, it switches from the struggle of -hmm. life which which remember christ said in the world you're going to have trouble you're going to have struggle you're going to have difficulty you're going to have Uh, sticky wickets you're going to have all kinds of things come up decisions to be made and and have impact downstream Uh, let me let me guide you
3: Mm -hmm. into
1: the very very best best and none what we call best and none better the covenant I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing and and Emily and uh, Josh are examples of that Uh, as a young couple they're already being blessed Mm -hmm. and they're becoming a blessing to others as as they give it away and see they're living the time of their life already
2: they really are. Yeah. Uh,
1: because they can't wait to say, I wonder what God's going to do next. And they mm-hmm. they know it's, it's very specific. And so
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you'll catch a glimpse of that. If you, if you watch or listen to their story this coming Thursday uh, of uh, just how exciting life is mm-hmm. when you put in that position of surrendered hearts and they talk okay. about uh, having to process through when it's not clear to them and it's there, they're, they're right. not in agreement and, uh, it's okay. God says, you know, just walk with me and they, and they have a heart to do it. And then they get their Mm -hmm. answer. And then the supernatural stuff that happens because of it is
2: absolutely very,
1: very exciting, you know? So, uh, we want to help everybody understand it. And as we do that understanding, uh, that it's very specific, it's very unique to you. Uh, and there's ways to experience this, uh, as you walk together. So let's go to, uh, uh, first of all, understand kind of the quality of it. Uh, go to Romans 14, 17. He says, now, by the way, my uh, will, and we, we started our whole series with this. Mm-hmm. Teach us to pray.
3: Mm. Thy
1: kingdom come.
3: Thy Let will me live be in done. your kingdom. Yeah.
1: In your kingdom, help me understand and receive your will, which I would like to be done. And mm-hmm. God says, you got to pray for that all the time. Yeah. Uh, ask me for my will. Ask me to live in, and stay in my kingdom. Well, he tells us a cool thing about the kingdom. Uh, Romans 14, 17, what does he say?
2: For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. Uh, he said the kingdom is righteousness. That's Jesus. Mm-hmm. My life covers your life. Yeah. Um, in other words, you don't have to be perfect. And we have the illustration of even what we talked uh, yesterday about uh, Peter.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, was he perfect? No, he wasn't perfect. Um, He was struggling.
3: Mm -hmm. No,
1: I can't be obedient to that. Uh, No, uh, that's completely uh, foreign to me. No, doesn't make sense to me. Now, here's here's a really cool thing. While he was doing that, was Peter still in the kingdom of God?
2: Yes, because he was still processing with God on that and okay, still so, seeking his will.
1: So what, why can you go through that struggle and still be in the kingdom of God? Well, because you are with Christ. See, you're abiding mm-hmm. with him. You're walking with him. He says, I've, I've removed. That's what forgiveness is all about. Mm-hmm. I've removed the requirement to be perfect. Right. All you have to do is walk with me and in your, uh, human nature, which is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a struggle, uh, and things aren't going to be, uh, absolutely clear. And there's things that are against what I know, um, stay with me mm-hmm. and you're still in the kingdom because why, well, my righteousness covers you. What mm-hmm. I did covers you and you just have to live in that righteousness not you trying to become righteous, but living with me who is righteous, and, I'm, and, I, mm-hmm. and Paul goes into a and great- And he's
2: made us righteous because of yeah, his Yeah, and he goes
1: into a great illustration of this and, and writing of this in chapters three and four of, of Ephesians.
3: Mm.
1: Clothe yourself with Christ.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Put on the new man, Colossians chapter mm-hmm. three, put on the new man. What? The man, the person, the woman that I've uh, created, I give to you and cover you with it Mm. uh, righteousness. So just walk with me. I got you covered. Uh, Then you will experience as you're walking with me. Now, remember not when things happen, Mm -hmm. but rather as you're walking with me, peace, shalom, Mm -hmm. favor, Mm -hmm. uh, covenant, and joy. Yes. Rejoicing, uh, celebration, Mm -hmm. uh, exaltation. Uh, Now, he doesn't say when everything's, everything's working out according to the way you want it to work out. Right. So, so Peter, when he was going through his struggle, interesting enough, he's still in joy. Mm-hmm. Because he knows, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to receive the answer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm struggling with the answer. And that's why when the Holy Spirit says, we'll go with these guys, very, mm-hmm. very specific. See, he said, great. I'm receiving the joy of knowing that I get to walk with you, and you're guiding me. And this this ought to be interesting mm-hmm. uh, because there's joy to it. So here's here's the quality of it. When you're in the kingdom of God, uh, you are at peace mm-hmm. and you're joyful. Uh, mm-hmm. So that one of the questions that I ask people, uh, and they and they have a heart to seek God's will, uh, is, are you enjoying it? Right. And a lot of times the answer is, well, no, not really. Then I automatically say, well, something's not right.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You've walked away from the kingdom of God because, and it could be because of your struggle that you said, well, I guess I got to go figure this out or I guess this Mm -hmm. isn't going to work out or I guess I'm not going to get my answer. And you, and, and you, and what I call take over. Right and go to the
2: flesh. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, we also, we, we put the burden on ourselves yeah. to go hear from God. Yes. Instead of realizing it's just the heart that comes under it and then he will speak. right? And we don't have to chase that. We right. just chase him, right. you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: and so the, the key to the whole thing is his will, which is very specific, is given and performed in the kingdom, Mm -hmm. because we live in two kingdoms. We live in a kingdom uh, controlled by the enemy, and there's entropy, difficulty, trouble, opposition, stuff happens, self-centered people all around Mm us. Uh, While you're walking in that kingdom, God says, well, my kingdom is superior to that. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
1: And it overcomes that, not that I remove you from that, but rather I overcome it by answering Mm -hmm. your questions and getting you to covenant living within the context of that difficult place. And so he says, don't think of um, kingdom as when things happen, Mm -hmm. or when things are resolved, or when things are, so that Peter and Cornelius both, in a sense, it took a while. Mm -hmm. Because remember, they they had to even walk from Joppa to Caesarea well that right. that takes a day or two uh it wasn't just like boom boom here's was the answer it an wasn't
2: instant right
1: it was walk with me mhm and as you walk with me you'll experience peace and joy in the middle of the process and by the way mm-hmm. uh and this is what we try to help people understand that God's will is not an event but rather a walk a path mm-hmm. so like even for uh Uh, Cornelius, for example, he received Christ, Mm -hmm. and his family received Christ. Now, we don't read what happens next, but we know that now there's a will for him to have to carry out. So it wasn't like, okay, great, I got it, fantastic. That's the end of
2: the story, I'm going to go (laughs) live
1: my life out. He says, no, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: now learn down the path, and I believe that he was probably part of the first church Mm -hmm. in Caesarea. And by the way, that that involved all kinds of stuff
3: mm-hmm. that was
1: going to go on for his life. Peter, we know uh, it wasn't the end of his story. Okay, right? got okay, got it. Thanks. I'll see you later. It was no Peter. Guess what? My next piece of the path for you mm-hmm. go back to Jerusalem, which by the way is now probably uh, you know probably five six day walk, and talk to the disciples and tell them what happened. Right. And by the way. I did something really cool that you'll appreciate, Peter. Uh, who did I have come, who have, have joined you when you went to all this? Other Jews
3: mm-hmm.
1: that were part of his group in Joppa, well, they right. were with you.
2: So they also witnessed this. They witnessed
1: yeah. all this, and they'll verify it. Right. And they'll be, yep, it's all true. Yep, that's what God's saying. Yes, we got it. We receive it, because we have the Holy Spirit, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so he said, I did something. It's not just you have to tell the story. I provided a whole group of people mm-hmm. that experienced it. They're going to go with you, take them with you to Jerusalem and share this all with the
2: disciples. Yeah. One of the things with this story, I know you and I have spent um, a lot of time talking about in, in other podcast division that's going on in the world right now. And um, one of the things that I think this story does so beautifully and effectively is it shows God's heart on um, division not existing, right? You know why? You know why are we divided? If we are in Christ, we are one. Right. What He has called clean, let us not call unclean. And and I think if you look at the church today, don't even look at the rest of the world. If you look at the church today, the division. I'm mask, I'm unmask. I'm vaccine, I'm unvaccinated. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Yeah. We are it's it's like Corinthians when we say I'm of Peter, I'm of Apollos, yeah, I'm yeah. of so and so and and Christ is saying no, you're of me. Your identity is Jesus and only Jesus. And this this particular story lays that out beautifully yeah. that we are all of him when we are surrendered to him. And and so it really comes against division and speaks to unity in the holy spirit that we need to pay attention to
1: yeah yeah um and he says that while you're doing that uh you're you're at peace you're you're Mm -hmm. joyful as you're walking through because you're on a path Mm -hmm. the joy is god's showing you the steps to fulfill the next milestone at the next milestone guess what that's just the entrance to the next piece of the path right and you got to keep going well, there's more to mm-hmm. it now. Uh, uh, there's another piece of the puzzle. And uh, you go, and then he, he also uh, reinforces this with a beautiful statement out of Second Corinthians 3.17. Uh, he's framing that up in that I'm lifting, verse 16 says, I'm lifting veils up. Uh, in other words, I'm going to take things that are fuzzy to you mm-hmm. and start to bring clarity to you. And I'm going to do that the rest of your life. Uh, mm-hmm. And then in verse 18, it says, I'm transformi- transforming you into my image to, uh, for me to glorify myself through you. Um, and I'll be a, a process of uh, experiences, uh, supernatural, and transformation. Well, he inserts verse 17 uh, right in the center of that. What, what does he mm-hmm. say?
2: It says, now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom.
1: Okay. Uh, and again, look at this really simply. Uh, first of all, uh, who do you have within you?
3: The Holy Spirit.
1: Holy Spirit. Uh, when you become a believer, you're sealed, Ephesians uh, 1.14, you're mm-hmm. sealed with the Holy Spirit.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you receive it. You have it. Uh, you have Christ within you.
3: Mm-hmm. You have
1: God within you. Actually, in John, it says, when you abide with me, you experience all of us. Mm-hmm. We are all we we make our home with you. We're dwelling with you. Uh, okay, he just said, uh, "Ask
3: thy kingdom come, mm-hmm. thy will be done." He says, "The kingdom
1: is my righteousness covering you,
3: mm-hmm. you
1: experiencing peace, shalom, favor." and joy and then he adds this little statement in the holy spirit
3: mm,
2: yeah uh
1: so that the 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 question uh and the the simplicity of it is is that um you have this potential within you you have to ask for stay in and live in the kingdom mm-hmm. as you're staying in living in and asking for the kingdom. I will reveal my will to you and then perform my will to you, mm-hmm. which explains the difference between those that are living in the kingdom and those that aren't. Most believers mm. don't live in the kingdom. First of all, they'd never been taught that. Right. Right. Well, I'm a believer. And,
2: and they have relegated that to the future. After yes. they die, that's living in heaven. They don't recognize the power of living in the kingdom on earth.
1: On earth, right. Uh, yeah. And that, uh, well, since I'm a child of God,
3: mm-hmm.
1: then doesn't that automatically place me in his kingdom? And since God is in control,
3: mm-hmm.
1: then doesn't everything that happens is God's will? Mm-hmm. And, they've, and they've, they've gone in askew the truth, and been taught everything that happens is God's will. Well, right. we, know that, we know that for sure is not true. And I'll give you, again, a simple example is uh, a believing husband and a believing wife get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh and Emily are an example that you're going you're gonna to hopefully uh, listen to this week. They just got married two and a half years ago. Uh, and they, they share God brought them together. Mm-hmm. And they know that they know that they know that God brought them together. Uh, yes. yes, you two are to be married, two believers to be married, okay, now, you and I know something about that. What is God's will for that marriage?
2: for that to stay together and to thrive forevermore and to reflect his heart for his church, honestly, yeah,
1: yeah. what God puts together, let no man put asunder,
3: mm-hmm. uh including
1: you two who are married don't don't you move to a place of putting it asunder mm-hmm. okay, well, today. Uh, 55 to 60% of Christians are getting divorced. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we, we, we know by what he's spoken, what he said, Mm -hmm. that is not God's will. Right. We know that. Uh, he says it. It's not my will. My will is for them to thrive, to have unity, to have beauty, to have joy, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, i want them to experience that i have a will that will guide them into it i i've been uh, yeah. uh actually i've talking to a uh, <laughs> uh a young man uh he's uh has a a, a woman that he's been dating and he's wondering
2: mm-hmm. um, is this the one is this is this <laughs> the one
1: uh and uh i've said a couple things cuz his fear and interesting enough, it's appropriate. I see so many of my peers Mm. and so many people right ahead of me and so many other Christians at the church. Yeah, they're married and then they're separated Mm -hmm. and divorced and then they lose all their, (laughs) uh, and and the punchline for, you know, for young kids is, and by the way, they lose all their money. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mess. It's a financial mess. Uh, Yeah, it is. And kids and all that stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. And, so he says, "I don't want to go do that. I'd rather be single
3: mm-hmm.
1: than go do that." And is this person truly, you know, going to be my mate? Uh, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid to make a mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said two things. I said, one, uh, God knows if the person that He wants you to marry, yes, you can, and you yeah. can pursue it. You don't even have to figure it out. You just have to pursue it. He'll let you know, and and if He does, it's His will that you stay married and stay together and enjoy life together. It's absolute.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In order to stay married and enjoy life and do life together and have the, have the thrill of your life, after you get married, you gotta learn to walk with God.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, it could be the right person, and then you two go walk in the flesh, don't walk in the kingdom of God, your flesh will take over, you'll have conflict. Mm-hmm. You'll probably fight with each other. You'll probably be unhappy with each other. And there may be a point, and this is why divorce happens. What it, why, do you, why do you decide? It's better for me to now be separate and single than it is to be married to this person. I don't want to be with this person anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
1: better for me to go off than to stay in, in the relationship. It's not God's will. Okay. Uh, so it's a life of walking into his will, it's not, see, it's not a single event. And Mm -hmm. by the way, I said, don't, if you understand this and you do get married, don't think that everything that happens is God's will. You're going to have to walk in the kingdom of
2: God. And continually surrender.
1: And continually surrender. Okay, so Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
1: by definition, we just proved that everything that happens on a very practical level isn't God's will. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we'll, let's raise up the question. Then, how do two Christian people, a man and a woman, get divorced? How does that How does that happen?
2: Free will gets in the way. We step into self instead of surrendering to God.
1: And um, I no longer see walk in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm not receiving, processing, and living out his will. I don't even know his will. I've assumed Mm -hmm. that everything that happens is God's will. And God said, well, that's not so. Uh, You have to walk in my kingdom, receive it,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, believe it, and then let me deliver it to you in my kingdom.
3: Uh, Mm -hmm. And when
1: you go into the flesh, and and by the way, this is Romans uh, chapter 8, verses 5 to 8, When you go to the carnal, when you go to the flesh and stop walking in the kingdom, uh, you uh, have put to death the power of the Holy Spirit that's there, but Mm -hmm. you put it to death. You're at enmity against me, working Mm -hmm. against me, which winds up in divorce in this case, as opposed to uh, the life of God, and and you can't please me. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because you're not walking in the kingdom. Um, And he describes it as saying, do you understand something? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what?
3: Freedom. Freedom,
1: liberty. Uh, And so he describes it as not when you get your answer, not Mm -hmm. in the middle of of trouble that you got to get this resolved, Uh, not uh, with you saying, um, I demand an answer, but rather as you're walking with me in the kingdom, Mm -hmm. The one quality that you will be experiencing is freedom.
3: Mm.
1: All right. Now, when you think of that, uh, this is a tricky thing because uh, people can say, well, the the reason I'm struggling is because I'm in addiction or I'm in a bondage or I get angry Mm -hmm. real easily or I'm in pornography or um, I I struggle with this issue of my life, mm-hmm. by definition, I'm not in freedom. Right. Per se. Okay. So how would you phrase that up so that people can, can see, wow, you're getting transformed, you still can be in freedom. Uh, what does that feel like and look like?
3: It's
2: the work that God is doing. It's believing the promise that he, you all know, he has covered that. He has already set us free. Um, and I'm Oh, there's got to be like a really good example, like an illustration. I'll have to keep thinking on one to, to give you, but, but I think about, you know, we are already set free, but a lot of times, even in that freedom, it's like the dog that you, you know, that you let off the leash and he stays right there with you anyway, (laughs) you know, that sort of thing. But that, um, that idea that God has set us free, but, but he also has to step us into what he has done for us. There's still places that he has to heal things that he has to um, seal up and to show us and to reveal, but that freedom was already bought and paid for. Yeah. So it's done. Yeah. We have hope and expectation that that freedom from that, you know, whatever sin that has encaptured us has already been purchased, has already been redeemed Yeah. and there's and an walking with him. He sets us free. Yeah.
1: And there's experience of a, uh, Wow. Uh, I'm going through this struggle while Peter was going through the boy, I don't get this. He still experienced freedom, which is why when the Holy spirit says, we'll go with these guys. Yeah. See, he was free. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yep. I can do that. Uh, I feel good mm-hmm. about that. Uh, uh, wow. I'm going through this uh, process of saying, this doesn't make sense to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He was experiencing freedom. Why? Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So there's a quality that he's trying to say, Mm -hmm. as you're walking in my will, Mm -hmm. it's a path. uh, It's step by step. There's things that you're going to struggle with and not have clarity about. Uh, You'll have peace. Mm
3: -hmm. You'll have
1: joy. You'll have freedom. And he's trying to say, these will will guide you to Mm -hmm. the simple question. Are you in the kingdom or not?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: See, if you're not, which we tend to walk out of it. Uh, why? Because of sin nature, self-nature, I want to take over. Uh, you go back to lack of peace, lack of joy yeah. and no freedom, even in the middle of the struggle. So that, you know, some of the executives that I deal with, one of their one of their big struggles is pornography.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which, by the way, is... Uh, uh, becoming more and more universal for both men and women,
3: yep.
2: and uh, Christian and non-Christian, Christian it and is non-Christian, and particularly uh, particularly amongst well.
1: the youth uh, mm-hmm. and young people, because uh, it's so easily available. Uh, yeah. So they struggle with that, and they know eh, this isn't right, this isn't healthy. I don't like it. I want to get it over with. I try to manage it, and they mm-hmm. can't. Uh, and I say, well, do you have a heart to be healed?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it possible? Yes, God will heal you. He will heal you. Absolute. Well, I've been to pastors. I've been to therapy. I've been to this and nothing's ever worked and I'm still struggling with it. I know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, let me show you a new way and walk in the kingdom of God and he will. Uh, okay. So then we start into, into scripture and we start processing. And I say, now one thing that you will experience if you are walking in God's kingdom in the middle of this struggle Mm-hmm. is peace, joy, and freedom.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Because there's life there. There's God's uh, uh, characteristics there. Uh, and it's a, it's a tension of, of yes, but not yet.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm experiencing freedom, but I'm not completely freed up from it. It's yes, right. but not yet. I have yet to be transformed, but, it, but while I'm doing it, I have freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you're walking in the kingdom because he said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom where the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit so that we begin to change things. And here's, here's the key to it all. Uh, God says, if you're walking with me, receiving my will, discovering my will, mm-hmm. I'm the one that is working. You just have to go. Mm-hmm. The burden shifts. That's why you have freedom. The burden shifts from you having to go do it. You have to figure it out. You got to uh, perform it. Just walk with me and let me do it. I'll do it mm-hmm. for you. I'll work both sides of the deal. I'll work your heart. I'll get you freedom out of this pornography stuff. Let me do it. While you're letting me do it, there's a thing you're going to experience. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Are you completely free? Not yet. There'll be a moment when you will be of this particular mm-hmm. thing. And by the way, guess what? God says, I'm gonna have another one for you to process. Because right. uh, we'll be being transformed. It's whole, all
2: part of the sanctification, sanctification process. And process making us more like him. That goes yeah.
1: on uh, day after day, month after month, year after year, so that uh, as you experience the life of the kingdom, a couple of things you really begin to recognize is that, uh, well, you know when you're not, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I know immediately when I've lost my peace, I know immediately when I've lost my joy. I know immediately when I've lost my freedom and what I, now that I understand it and because of the sensitivity of the spirit, I know, okay, something's wrong. And I Mm -hmm. know the reason I just walked out of the kingdom, uh, with myself, with my determination, with my fear, with my, uh, uh, trying to figure things out. Uh, the remedy he says Mm -hmm. is repent confess, repent, uh, immediately Mm -hmm. come back, I'll restore you immediately, uh, and I'll say, welcome back, son, let's go, Mm -hmm. and you're back into that righteousness, peace, joy, and freedom, Mm -hmm. okay, great, I'm back, I understand it, I don't need to figure this out, the burden is yours, not mine, I just need to go with you with an authentic relationship, and I'll enjoy the walk. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's why I keep asking people, as they're in the middle of this, and I'll say this: Are you enjoying the walk? Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, uh, "What do you mean?" You know, "No, I'm struggling." Okay, well then, let me help you sh- see what it looks like to walk with Him, and you will you will enjoy the walk while you're being transformed. So that when mm-hmm. when the Spirit even says to me, "Hey, Rich," something that you're you're uh, functioning or how you've responded or your thought life or something that needs to be uh, transformed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: would you let me do that my reaction now having learned it is i i find great joy hallelujah
3: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you're about ready to do something you just challenged me you just convicted me you just came before me and said hey you're going down the wrong path here go this way mm-hmm. great i'll go with that because why i get to enjoy righteousness peace and joy and, and freedom and don't you in the find
2: Holy you know in that process i i think i've shared in early early episodes that that we've taped on this um the surrender intervals is something that um <laughs> i think is is a beautiful um way to see your growth though you know really that my surrender intervals have become shorter over my life right. that's right <laughs> where you know maybe you know, years ago when he was working with me on forgiveness of something um, with a particular person, it may be that I go a week, two weeks, three weeks, you know, three months before I really surrender that and I step back in and let him begin to work on it. And right. so I'm living out of freedom, out of the kingdom because I'm rejecting him. Right. Um, and what he wants to do um, yet, the longer I walk with him, then instead of it being three months before I say, oh, yeah, okay, I hear you, God, I step back in, you know, then it becomes a month before I step back in, then it becomes a week before I step back in, then it becomes in five minutes, I feel in my heart that check so quickly that I'm like, oh, God, this isn't what you have for me. Let me step back into your kingdom and, and you're healing this. Right. And the surrender intervals become smaller and smaller so that we are walking more and more closely with him. And we begin to truly experience freedom from whatever it is he's setting us free.
1: Yeah. And as you learn this, um, that's where your community is so critical. And your community, first of all, is you and your spouse,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: or if you're single, you and your close friends uh your family, uh people around you that you've invited into that inner circle, and we each other can notice.
3: hmm
1: Wait a second. You don't you seem like you've lost your joy.
2: Something's off.
3: Something's
1: right. off. Let's why don't you talk talk to me about that? And see it's not a matter mm-hmm. of condemning. Like, okay, you'd better right. just tell me, tell me what's happening. Now my role would be to help you get reconnected.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh let's go back there. Let's get reconnected. God will pick it up. And immediately you'll go back to righteousness, peace, and joy, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why I say to my wife, she says it to me, I say it to other people, are you enjoying the walk? Right. Uh, well, it's pretty easy to know. They can say yeah or no. Okay, no. Let me help you get back to the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I'm I'm serving that role, and they're serving that for me.
3: Yeah.
1: Which is why the community is so critical. So as we end this uh, piece of it, uh, and next next uh, tomorrow we'll get into this aspect of unity. Uh, and the beauty of unity and, and how God uses that while we're looking for specifics, we are uh, understanding that uh, the characteristic of walking into uh, understanding is righteousness, peace, joy, freedom.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so uh, as you do that, you will, you will start to have the thrill of receiving God's will, of understanding, seeing the supernatural, and you'll know. And this is what you and I understand, and and everybody we've taught understands. Well, then why wouldn't I just do that all the time? Uh, right. Exactly. Uh, why don't you just live there? Because uh, it's fantastic. Okay. It's beautiful. Uh, it doesn't matter what difficulty you're going through. It doesn't matter what Satan throws at you. God, God shows you. Let me guide you into the beauty of my kingdom, my life, my will for you. So. Uh we'll end it there and then we'll come back and talk about Unity. And uh uh Kathy, again if anybody has any questions about any of that mm-hmm. and uh, wondering about how does that really work or is that really true, uh go ahead and send us any questions uh on the uh YouTube or questions at AFJ dot com, questions at AFJ dot com and we'll be happy to, to pick it up and uh Kathy yeah. will be excited to see you to see you tomorrow.
2: And, and when it, when you're thinking about that, as anybody who's listening, if you're really questioning, is this freedom for me? Yeah. The answer is yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so don't hesitate on that. And and like Rich said, feel free to send in your questions and even, you know, we can offline, however you want to handle it. We are, we are happy to help you step into hearing from God and surrendering to him and experiencing the freedom and the joy that he has yeah. because he has it for you. Yep. Don't Amen. be discouraged. Amen. Be ready. We'll so see, thanks we'll see for you tomorrow. joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay,
0: bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.